tit for tat for every tit. There's a tat, tit tit tat tat tit tit tat tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen, talking about the gossip out on the scene, and you can count on them to give you the dish. And if we don't like you, you're a son of a bitch. Oh my! Tit for tat, oh tit for tat for every tit. There's a tat. Titty tats out there. It's the tit for tat show. Yes, it is. That's right. I am the giant redwood of drag, Veranda Lanai. She's back in person. <laughs> in person. From outer That's space. Right, right. Yeah. I don't know where the hell I was last time. <laughs> Neither do I. <laughs> and that's my fantastic co-host, Mr. Thomas. Yay. I, I don't think I've ever left. always here. <laughs> yeah, I've never even left. Yeah. The person that lives behind all the panels of glass, <laughs> producer Daddy. Hey, hey. Hey, Chris. How you doing? I am fantastic. Good, good. Good. Ooh, I got the like the shiver me tingles here about our guest. Yeah, yeah, I'm very yeah, excited. This is going to be super neat. She is fantastic. Yeah, this yeah. is something we've never like uh, dabbled in before. No, um, we've had some interesting guests from different uh, genres and religion and yeah. all this different stuff. But this yeah. this is something really unique. It's very unique. So and I don't think we could have gotten a better representative. From the community, she's amazing. Yeah, yeah. so I'm super excited. Stay tuned, Titty Tats. Stay tuned. You're going to want to listen. Yes. Ooh, let's see what our babies are doing out there. Diving right in. Oh, Uh-oh. man. I, I I think you kind of forewarned me here. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> that was a yup. Yep. Ooh, all right, here we go. Hello, Tit for Tat Show. Hello. Hi. Yes, I say that with trepidation because I don't know what's coming next. All right, let's see here. Um, I'm a 70-year-old lady that recently decided to get back into the dating situation. Did you write this one? (laughs) (laughs) Who are you calling a lady? All right, exactly. (laughs) I have my first date in two weeks after 32 years. Good for you. Wow. That's amazing. Yeah. That's the way to dive right back in. Right? right? <laughs> yeah. I decided you are the best to help me. Of course. Girl, you... <laughs> I don't know about that. <laughs> what do I wear? What do we talk about? What if he wants to move things too fast? Mm. Thank you, darlings. This is from Louise in Massachusetts. Turn off the podcast, (laughs) Louise. (laughs) No, share the podcast, Louise. (laughs) There's your conversation starter. Have you listened to the tit for tat show? Exactly. (laughs) It kind of scares me. Daddy and I were on the same wavelength at that point in time. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. So, uh, wow. What to wear? Be comfortable. Little black dress. Yeah, there you go. That's always Done. nice. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Simple, elegant. Yep. Flats, Oops. not heels. Uh, I can't get behind that one, Daddy. <laughs> yeah. I'm just uh, you know, I'm just worried about, you know, what if, what if she falls? Hey, at 70 years old, I'm going to be wearing high heels. Who cares? <laughs> you aren't or you are? I will. Yeah, you will. I will. <laughs> yes, you will. At that point, they're just going to get fused <laughs> onto my foot. <laughs> at that point, your foot will be a mile long. Right, right. Oh, Absolutely. God. Well, Louise, you know what? Um, just go have fun. Yeah. You know, go enjoy yourself. If this is your first date in quite some time, you know, just just relax. But what if he wants to take it too fast? If that's what you want to, yeah, go for it. Yeah, or if it feels right. It's right. Yeah, or just say I'm not that kind of girl, or just go and just right. slap across the <laughs> right. But you know what? Major props to you, Louise, yeah. for getting back out there. It's not yeah. easy. No, it isn't. And you know, I hope that you you find uh, this person is going to be yeah. Good for you, and yeah. just enjoy yourself. We want to know, Louise. Write us yes. back and tell us how your date went. Please do. Yes, yes, yes. All right. Hello, my angels. Oh. I know. Do you all realize how powerful and reaffirming your show is? I honestly think of your show as a ministry. 
that's kind of scary. The entire world has found you, and in your unique way, you are making a huge difference. I hope you do realize when the hate rolls in, it's because you are creating the change we all want. Bless you from the bottom of my soul, Sherry from the UK. Oh, well, thank you, Sherry. That's very kind. That's so sweet. Sister Veranda blesses you. Yes. <laughs> okay, Daddy. Jump in there quick. <laughs> Before it goes sideways. Before we find out right. how she blesses her. <laughs> Hello, show. Hello. Hello. I have a drag question for Queen Veranda. Oh. Uh-oh. Here, here's the tea. I'm a great-looking guy, not a great-looking queen. I love the entire process of drag and mm-hmm. even had my full face beat by pros. Mm-hmm. I'm hideous. <laughs> oh my gosh. Also, I have a blast performing but can never hook up in drag. Do any queens get lucky dressed? From Anonymous in NYC. Oh, well... That's an interesting conundrum. That is a really interesting question. I like the last part best yeah, myself. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, I, sometimes you know, some if your face, depending on how you're structured, you know, yeah. if you're that that, you know, big jawline, you know, really structured, you know, man's face. Sometimes it just doesn't translate makeup wise. But I will say, it's all about angles. It's all about mm. shadows. It's all about how you prepare your face to, for makeup. You know, if a makeup artist is going to work with it, they'll find a way mm. to turn you into a more feminine you or whatever you want it to be. Because drag's all about representation of what you want to be yeah. on stage. So find another makeup artist if you don't like uh, that one, you know, yeah. and change change the look, change the style. So basically, potentially, I should say, because he's a great-looking guy, that may that may mean more masculine features that sure. make him attractive as a man. Sure, and that's kind of a detriment. It to, can be, okay, but I see. but you know what? It it's all, like I said, it's all about shadows and angles and how you do your makeup, and also the hair. Oh. The bigger the hair, sometimes it'll cover the angles of your face. Oh. Like you can really manipulate how you how bigger how how small you want your face to look when it comes to the hair and the makeup and yeah. the eyelashes and. It's all about pers- you know proportions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's it's a challenge. It's an art. What about part two? <laughs> well, <laughs> is that what you're looking for? You know, that, that's that's the question. You know, is it something that you're looking to? Is that what you're looking for? I mean, I've been hit on. Okay. By patrons who who love the drag world and they want to date a drag queen, but that's not me. Right. Like personally, right. me, I I don't want to date as a drag queen. Right. I, I see this as a job. I want it to keep it as a job, and that's where the separation is. Yeah. Um, I, I'm thankful that people admire me in that sense, yes. and that's, that's wonderful. But it's you have, to, you have to think to yourself, is this something that you really want to have happen? Yeah, maybe you kind of limit your hookups to out of drag. You're yeah. a great-looking guy, you've said, so you can't have one night off. Well, but it, it could also be what's the preference here? Right. Do is it is it you like um, what you're wearing? Right. Is is do, do you like the idea of uh, portraying this character? Um, it, it, there could be a couple different things here. Yeah. You know, and that's that's where our sex therapist would come. You know, back I was in, just you know? gonna say we need Matt back for that one. <laughs> you know, I also wonder on the uh, for the part one of the question, like, is it self conscious? You know, oh, it could be. Are you being self-conscious? Maybe, maybe others think you're you look gorgeous. Yeah, but you know, I mean, I'm sure it's pretty common to be unsure of yourself. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. That's any artist who walks on stage, yeah. mm-hmm. any actor who gets on stage to perform. You know, you you got the nerves, you got the bundle nerves, and you're 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 fussing over the tiniest detail right. because yeah. you don't think it's perfect. Mm-hmm. And that's that's very true. That's very true. Well, and let's lay it out a little bit more anonymous. Being in New York City is not the easiest mm, place mm-mm. for you to be in drag. Yeah. yeah. The know? saturation of, oh, of drag God. there is, is unreal. And great people. Uh, right. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. You know, but it's also take take a moment to go to the, go to the shows, meet other queens and makeup artists and, and have those conversations. And you know, I picked up techniques or different style tips just by watching some of these interviews like wow i like the way that looks on them i'm uh, going to see if i can find a way to make that work and maybe it doesn't work for my face yeah 
but at least I tried it. Exactly. Mm. You have know, fun. And see, yeah, have fun with it. Definitely. Yeah. That's the whole point of, of drag is you just yeah. go out and have fun. Have a great time being yeah. this other person for a couple hours and enjoy it. Yeah. You know? Good job. Yeah. All and right. Hook up out of drag. Yeah. Well, I mean. Do you. Do you. Do you. <laughs> enjoy yourself. That's all we got to say. Do you. Okay. All righty. Hello, Titty Tots. Hello. I am 17. And I recently, and recently, very recently, I have come out to my parents. Yay. They are very, they were supportive to a degree. Okay. Uh, they made me have a family discussion and told me they didn't like my boyfriend. Mm. My boyfriend is 31. I don't think age is important. Who is right? This is from Danny in Pensacola. Oh, Danny. Oh. I don't know. What do you, what do you, what do you say about that? You say about um, that? I have to say I am on board with your parents. You're newly out. Um, you have your whole life ahead of you. I get at 17 how that seems mm-hmm. not the right thing to say. However, first of all, it's illegal. Mm-hmm. Um, second of all, I think you need to spend a little bit more time with people around your own age. Um, I know that seems like a very conservative place for me to be coming from, but I'll, I'll be honest with you. If you were my 17-year-old dating a 31-year-old, I'd have more than a family discussion. Yeah. That's and I think that goes through through anybody. Anybody. Mm-hmm. Yes. Any style of relationship. There's that huge age gap. And while you might be attracted to someone older, yep. and that's stuff that's a definite attraction. Yes. I, I'm with you on this one here. You yes. know, you have a lot of prospects yep. uh, and a lot of time ahead of you to figure out what's going on and enjoy your time yes i don't know i yeah this this is a sticky one for me yeah you know yeah i mean i see where they're coming from with age is just a number but that applies later down in life you know i mean i think there's a big difference between a 30 year old dating a 44 year old versus a 17 year old dating a 31 year old and and you know what let's just call it out for what it is it's abuse at this point it really is you know and and maybe that's judgmental however yeah, it, it 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 could be, and we don't know. We don't know. You know, the thirty-one-year-old really likes him young. That's and creepy. That's creepy. Mm-hmm. And that's 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 a red flag. A red flag. Total red flag. Yeah. Because there's nothing that they can really relate to. I no. mean, you're in completely different times in your life. No, exactly. Right. I I've been with people who are barely seven years older than me, and there's seems like there's this generation gap mm-hmm. in somewhere. Yes. Mm-hmm. You know, and. Having that huge of a of a generational gap, there's there's two generations there that have that have jumped there. Yeah, where how are you even close to relating to yourselves? Exactly. You there's I don't see that this is gonna last for a long period of time. And it's I don't know. Be careful. Be careful, Danny. Yeah, Danny. We worry about you. We worry about your health. We worry about what's going on right now. Your yeah. safety. Um, your parents, I think, have been really good from the little bit we know in the email to support mm-hmm. you. And if this is the sticking point, I kind of get it. Yeah. You know, I'm with them on this. I, I would think that, you know, their concern as a parent is going to be there no matter what Absolutely. age you are. Absolutely. But at this stage of your life, yeah. at this young, that's going to be a, a, a huge sticking point for them. Yeah. You know, and, and I think they have every right. Yeah to say hey we accept you for who you are yep but this is just a little off and he could go to jail right period because age of consent varies per state oh, obviously okay. yeah but i think it's 18 and over is most consent places. most places yeah. mm-hmm. i don't know what florida is but um yeah yeah you're underage for that for that yes. reason oh okay. my danny 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 Please be safe, sweetheart. And now we're going to take a hard U-turn. Oh, Lord. Dear Daddy. Hey. (laughs) I love that you've become an active part of the show. I feel like I learned so much from a hetero perspective that I'd never be exposed to otherwise. 
I wish the straight people in my life could blend so seamlessly with my queer people. Thank you. P.S. <laughs> oh, here we go. Oh, boy. Here we go. Are we talking John Holmes big or average <laughs> plus? <laughs> oh, man. You can't make this shit up, right? Wow. Wow. And who, who sent that? Who sent that? that? Is, oh, and then Peace, he wrote. Sean from Dublin. So it's a good Irish Catholic boy. All oh, right, nice. Sean. <laughs> Sean, I'll, I'll give you a number between seven and a half and eight and a half, and you can subscribe to my OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, you just saying that out loud is going to be everyone searching for <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so you know how many emails you're gonna get? Where's Where's the OnlyFans? Can you send me the link? Send me the link. <laughs> Tip for Tat Daddy at OnlyFans. Uh, oh God, Lordy. Oh man, oh, that's great. Jeez. That was a very nice email, though. <laughs> <laughs> the first part, yes. Well, if you no, didn't yeah, see right, that yeah, coming, yeah, yeah. Yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. I, I was wondering when that was gonna happen. <laughs> Just a matter of when. It was only a matter of time, you know. And you know it is really cool that I think more more often than late we're we're getting our straight allies. Yeah. Um, and I think there's that generational thing too. Again, we're going back to the generational gap yeah. that that I think our younger straight allies are just like we we don't really care, right? You know, mm, right? We're we're gonna walk beside you. We're gonna stand right. beside you. We're gonna we're gonna you know allow you to be you. And we don't really give a shit, right? Mm-hmm. And that's wonderful. We, but, you know, of course, we still have those who are just like, you of know, course. wag of the finger or shake of the gun. Oh. You know? <laughs> On that note. Mm. Hey, guys. Hey. I'm 17. Oh, hoy. <laughs> I'm out mm-hmm. trying to date. Okay. Here's the issue. I'm continuously, continually made fun of because I'm really, really hairy. It's not bullying exactly, just continual Chewbacca comments. (laughs) (laughs) I was just going to do that. Good for you. (laughs) And my nickname is Hair Pants. Uh-oh. Okay. I'm really terrified when I get a boyfriend, he'll be totally turned off. Help me. From Kyle in Orange County. Kyle. <laughs> you said that oh, just Kyle. like a mom. I know, right? Yeah. Kyle. There are those who love the hairy, hairy, hairy people. Come on. The hairy people. The hairy people. <laughs> are, are we talking Ewoks all of a sudden? No, I mean, take it in stride. You know, I, I think everyone has their unique qualities to them. Yeah. I mean, look, I'm very, very, very tall. I've gotten it all my life. It's, it's a part of who I am. It's hairy, tall. It doesn't matter. There's always somebody out there for yeah. you. There really yeah. will be someone out there for you. So yeah. you're young. You're 17 for you're crying 17. out loud. And can I give my perspective? Nair? Trim no, it. <laughs> Trim it. Yeah. Big deal. Manscape. Yes. There's some manscaping. Oh, my God. Manscape those hairy pants. And if, hey... Just eat everything in sight and you can be a young bear. How's that? (laughs) Really? (laughs) Everybody gets made fun of for something. (laughs) Right? Yeah, here's to onset diabetes. (laughs) (laughs) Well, he have another corn dog, sure. Look, Chewbacca. (laughs) (laughs) Look, he said he wasn't being bullied, so it's probably some lighthearted thing. You know, hey, I've been told to get this walking carpet out of my way before. <laughs> really? <laughs> I have. When I wear like really big hair, oh. it's hilarious. Get this walking carpet out of my way. Yeah, somebody's going to love that you yeah. are like that. Yep, absolutely. And if not, move on. You're 17. Uh huh. What the hell are you listening to the show for <laughs> to begin with? You're allowed. Oh, okay. you're allowed. You're allowed. All right, well, good luck. <clears throat> I hope. <laughs> yes. All right, dear sisters. Hello, sister. Sisters. (laughs) I 
I recently got two French bulldogs hmm. that I named Thomas and Veranda. <laughs> oh, God, here we go again. Here we go. <laughs> and oddly, my boyfriend's name is Chris. <laughs> <laughs> The problem is that both Thomas and Veranda continually bite Chris. <laughs> he doesn't want to come over anymore. <laughs> I wonder why. Well, oh, do I pick my boyfriend or my babies? Mm. This is from Paul in NYC. Well, Paul, since you've named them Thomas and Veranda, <laughs> my vote goes for the dogs. Us. <laughs> Keep us, please. Screw Chris. <laughs> Not literally. Just build him a room like this. Panes <laughs> of glass. <laughs> oh, that's cute. Oh, my goodness. Well, you know what? I, how long have you had the dog? Oh, say, I recently got the two French Bulldogs. So now it's just a training exercise. They're puppies. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Well, hopefully they're puppies. <laughs> yeah, hopefully they're puppies. Yeah, or you're in worse shape. Stop wearing the meat pants, okay? <laughs> I'm not saying that. <laughs> <laughs> nope. I'm not doing it. Stop hiding bacon in your pockets. <laughs> Actually, maybe you should hide bacon in your pockets. Or I'm still stuck on between seven and a half and eight and a half. <laughs> Go to my OnlyFans <laughs> and hair pants. You mix all that together and put it in a soup. <laughs> oh my God. Good luck, Paul. Yeah. Oof. Hey, you sexy bitches. Oh, Lord. Here we go. Yep. I need a queer spin on my gift giving. Ah. Can you do a Thomas, Veranda, and Chris? List of your favorite things. There are straight, queer, and non-binary peeps on my list. Yes, basically, I need you to be my queer Oprahs. Oh. Cheers, William from the UK. We are burning Cheers. up in the UK. I love UK. it. I love it. I love it. Meat pants. Yeah. <laughs> meat pants. <laughs> what size are those meat pants? They, they, Either a seven and a half or an eight and a half. They, 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 they shrink when you cook them. Oh, my God. Oh, Lord. Yes, William, we can definitely do that on our next episode. These are a few of mm -hmm. my favorite mm -hmm. things. Yeah. When the bulldog bites. <laughs> that would be a Frenchie. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, my God. Oh. We still got another email. Oh. Hello, children. Uh, what? Hello. I'd like some input. I'm a gay man of a, of a certain age. I've never been religious until recently. Your shows with Brandon have opened my eyes to the possibility of being welcomed into a religious community. Mm -hmm. I'm really open to any religion that would be accepting. Where do I begin? I honestly could not take a negative experience from John in Oklahoma City. Mm. Probably not the best place yeah. to start your indeed. journey. Indeed. But, uh, you know, there uh, something you can research, obviously, yeah. mm -hmm. you know, with, within your, your community or within your area. Yes. And how non-coincidentally, this is the last email before our guest because right. this goes perfectly yeah. With what's coming up next. So stay, stay tuned. tuned. We'll be right back. Hey, all you titty tats listening around the world. Now you can take the Tit for Tat show with you wherever you go by listening on Spotify, iHeartRadio, Apple Music, and all your other favorite podcast streaming services. Catch up on all the advice you missed from our Just the Tip segment. <laughs> They're trying to get him a date, and they want him to be 11 by 6. <laughs> <laughs> they want him to be satisfied. <laughs> Correct. They have a ruler at the door. <laughs> <laughs> Celebrity interviews. Bowie or Jagger? Jagger. I, I don't think I've ever jacked off to Bowie, but I promise you I've jacked off to Jagger. Ah. See, this isn't like the interview you normally have, is it? And the nonsense that goes on between Thomas, Veranda, and Chris. Fuck you both. <laughs> I've got him calling me filthy. I got you queens driving me crazy. Well, I'm one, and one queen and one only Shut fan. Up. <laughs> one only fan. Remember, if you have no one else, you've always got us.
So, Veranda. Yes, darling. We are back with a guest I have been looking forward to speaking to. I know, I know. So exciting. And there are not many people that you run across, even in email exchange, you can feel this energy that you are just drawn to like a magnet. Mm. And also, we get lots and lots of emails from all over the world asking questions about what this person does and is involved with. Yeah. So we could not be more excited to have our next guest on. Oh, I just can't wait. Yes. And without further ado, Nichelle Lightfoot. Hello, hello, hello. <laughs> How are you? I am fabulous. Um, thank you so much for inviting me to be on your show and to be here with you guys and all of your wonderful listeners. This is a real honor and I'm, I'm very excited to talk to you guys tonight. Oh, me too. I, you know what? I, I, since I knew you were coming, I was like, I, I gotta go back to my, my roots of, uh, my love of the lunar cycle and a bunch of all different kinds of things that, that were a part of my life or still are a part of my life. You know, I'm like, oh, this is gonna be so good, so good. Yes, it's great, and we are we're definitely in a lunar cycle. Um, I'm here in Denver, and I just went outside and looked at the moon, which is almost full. So it's a beautiful night here. So, yeah, this is definitely, you know, good lunar timing for sure. Well, and not only that, but I will say we are so honored to be able to call you our own since you were born here in Cleveland. Mm -hmm. Yes. Yes. Yes, I was. I was born in Cleveland, and I was just there. So um, I was just in Cleveland on October 3rd. I presented at the Buckland Museum of Witchcraft. Right, so it, right, was, right. it was an awesome time. It was a great time. Yes, yes. I, I love, I love, I love, I love the Buckland Museum of Witchcraft. It, it's such a an interesting space, and the energy is just phenomenal there. Yeah. It, it is. There is some serious, serious energy in the Buckland for sure, and it was really great to be back at Cleveland. And of course, I had to go to the. Christmas Story House, and then my yes. uh, dear friend. Oh, yeah, I love the Christmas Story House. And then I also was treated to um, going to the Cleveland Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. So I had a fabulous time. Awesome. That's so good to hear. That's what we needed to hear, yes. you know? I mean, and how long, <laughs> how long has it been since you've, since you've uh, been away? Oh, decades. I think I may have been in Cleveland um, maybe when I was like eight. And I'm 61 now, so yeah, it has been a long time. <laughs> wow. Well, next time we're gonna have. <laughs> next time, hopefully, you come in for the Buckland or any other reason. Hopefully, we can make it a double hit and get you in the studio. Yes. Oh, I would love that. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Let it, let us do that. I hope right. to come back much sooner than later. So. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, and you know, I think since we know exactly who you are, maybe we've jumped over it a little bit for our listeners. Yeah. You self-identify as a witch, correct? Absolutely. Yes. 100% I am a practicing witch, among many other things. (laughs) Yes, yes, yes. And you've written this amazing book. Talk talk about that for a second. Um, Yes. So I am the multi-award-winning author of Good Juju, Mojo's Rights and Practices for the Magical Soul. And uh, so I won the... 2019 New York City Big Book Award, Yay. Big Book Award in Spirituality, and then I won the 2020 uh, Coalition of Visionary Resources Award, which is, um, you know, an award given to our genre. And my book is all about ways to have a magical practice, how to connect with the divine, um, how to keep good juju flowing in your life, and how to get started um, working with magic from probably like absolutely knowing nothing Um, and also maybe some, some good ideas for seasoned practitioners as well. Awesome. Yeah. And you know, I will say I definitely have the book and I actually also got the audio book because I wanted to hear the words and it's kind of one of those things where you are not intimidated at all by opening the book and feeling overwhelmed. (laughs) It's something you can jump right into and, Besides us, besides Veranda and I being obsessed with everything, um, we get lots and lots of emails. We got one actually this evening that we read right before you came on about a member of the LGBT community um, searching for some kind of religious 
community that would be welcoming. And he even went on to say that he couldn't handle another negative experience. And I know this is um, a religion for you and for everyone in your community. And a lot of LGBT people are kind of in this similar place, you know, as outsiders. Um, If you look at like the history of witchcraft, absolutely outsider, um, feel like they don't really have a voice. They don't really have any power. People of color, um, Native American people. And I feel like your book not only gives people that voice, but it gives them a connection to something that they can truly identify with. Oh, well, thank you. Yeah, um, I can definitely relate to that, you know, being the outsider. Um, And the time that that we're living in right now is really... (laughs) Yeah. unique oh, you know yeah. I, I i'm i'm old school i remember you know having to go to the library and look over my shoulder to look up things Same. oh yeah you know yeah. at the library i mean being able to have google and social media and connect with people who um you know who say they are witches or pagan or or practice you know um things that have to do with the occult this is so new you oh. know and it, and it really is a wonderful thing but also at the same time it can be super overwhelming. Um, you know, when I got started, uh, you're just overwhelmed by everything. And, um, you know, it's, it's crazy. Like, like now on Instagram and social media, you can use the hashtag witchcraft or witches and get millions of hits. I mean, I come from the time when, when that just wasn't even a thing, Yeah. you know, so I know, I know what it's like to not be part of the mainstream. But, you know, basically, you know, for me, and I always try to speak from my own authentic experience, and, you know, I don't speak for any one group. I just like to share with people what works for me is, you know, is to find that magic that connects you to the divine, Um, you know, however that shows up for you, and to, um, to really tune into that and like we just started talking, we're in this cycle of, of the full moon. It's almost the full moon. And so um, people who tend to find their way into witchcraft or into deeper practices um, that may be occult-related, uh, you know, we're really nature-based people. You know, we're always looking up at the moon. We know the moon cycles, uh, you know, the timing of the moon is, is very important to us. So so that's like a really good place to start. And also the seasons. We're very tuned to the seasons. And just um, now we're in the season of, of autumn and fall. And nature just is always giving us, um, I like to call them like handouts, you know, little tips. If you don't have anywhere to start, you can just start by attuning yourself to the seasons and the cycles of the moon, which is out there all the time. Yeah, yeah. I know that uh, as as a young queer kid, um, uh, not unlike yourself or going back where you didn't have the resources you have today, you know, I spent the majority of my time at a local bookstore and I was always in the right. occult section. I was always looking at, um, you know, the horror books and the occult books and, and just kind of pouring over them and feeling that connection of, <clears throat> you know, I feel like I'm an earth child. I relate to, to being close to nature. I love the moon. I, I've, I've always been that person. I've always gravitated toward it. It's always been a symbol for me as well. And I've always felt comfort in that, where I yeah. never really felt comfort in, you know, going, going to an actual, you know, church with my family mm-hmm. for a service. Yeah. I did it out of respect for my family's wishes, but the same token, I would have rather sat outside under the stars and just, you know, felt at one with the earth and the moon. Yeah. Um, you know, the same token, it's like, I love the fact that we have the ability to look at the, you know, the Llewellyn's Magical Almanac, which I've I've always gravitated towards. I've always looked at I know that you're a contributor, but um, those things were always a part of my person. Like, I always loved having that yeah. handy. Yeah, you know, it's great. And I'm the same way, you know, um, when I would seek solace or whatever, um, you know, it was always to nature, to, to yeah. who I turned. And then, you know, I'm a child of the 60s and the 70s and all that magical spell music, <laughs> you know, that was always around. It was like everybody was thinking about magic and do you believe in magic and uh-huh. spells and stuff like that. So, you know, it just was part of me. But I think, too, you also have when you when you're when you are like we are, you kind of have this thing inside yourself. It's like this 
appalling. Like you're a little bit super sensitive to stuff or yeah. you feel things deeply. Oh, and, the stories you know, so I can tell you. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. Me too. So it's like, and then, you know, if you're born into, you know, um, traditional families, like you were speaking, you just kind of go along because that's how you're raised. But yeah. there always seems to be like this little, you know, like I love the matrix, this sliver in your brain going, yeah. mm, I wonder if there's something else out here. And then you find yourself in the bookstores and you start reading all these these um, articles and then you realize like, wow, these are written by real people. This yeah. is, huh, there really are real people out there like this. Yeah. And, you know, and I love the fact that some of the books, you, you can tell if someone is fanatical or someone is truly, you know, entrenched in what they're doing and they love it. And it's not, you know, some really off kilter, you know, <clears throat> we're gonna do these crazy things. And, you know, I was bequeathed a, a deck of tarot cards by a good friend of mine when I was like 12 years old. And they told me, they're like, you seem to have this connection and I want to give you this deck of tarot. And, you know, I've always had them for all my life and <clears throat> I don't use them that much anymore. But I mean, it was a way for me to divine. I didn't know what I was doing, but yeah. it just felt natural. Yeah. And mm -hmm. I just think that there's this connection with the LGBT community, like Thomas yeah. had said, with the supernatural and with um, <clears throat> these fantastical stories of not only like, say, reading, you know, the Tolkien books, being a part of Lord of the Rings or doing these things that are just magical oh, yeah. and, and, and whimsical and different that you really immerse yourself in that story and you feel like you you belong to something. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I understand, uh, you know, I have tons of uh, tarot decks and it's, that's not my gift. <laughs> I mean, when you go along this path, you find out, okay, okay, I can do that. Okay. I'm still like trying to figure out how to, you know, do, do spreads and, um, you know, I can read for myself and I've been at it for years, but I think you go along this path, you know, as a witch and you find out, you know, what you're good at, you know, what calls to you. Um, there are people who get off and do really complicated magical spells. There are people who are kind of like me who like, you know, I'm pretty good at just keeping things pretty simple, but I'm very sincere and I'm very committed yeah. and it is my way of life. And, you know, I'm a, um, you know, just for your readers, I mean, your listeners as well and my readers too, you know, I'm a straight black grandma. <laughs> 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 Let's talk about being, you know, like, yeah, not part of the mainstream, um, you know, like, whoa, what is this? Uh, what are you doing? But, um, and you, you practice what? And yeah, but you know, when it, when it, when you're sincere and it yeah. calls to you and you, you find people who are sincere and who are for real, and this is their way of life. And like you said, not some type of fanatical, bizarre, you know, experiment. Um, it really can uh, get you through the ups and downs and, you know, joys and sorrows in life. And that's, that's why it has, you know, called to me and, um, I'm very much connected to the power of the divine feminine and, uh, and I believe it and I know it works. Um, so I just, I keep doing it. And I also um, am very, um, uh, connected to having a daily practice. Yeah. You know, one of the things that I like to talk to people is like, you've got to do the magic. You've got to do something, uh, especially now with all this stuff that's available to us. It's really easy. I find that people who are drawn to these paths, we tend to be pretty heady people. We like to read, but you've also got to do the work. You've got to, um, you know, I, I taught a class and I, I think I can say this on your show. <laughs> <laughs> one, of, one of my favorite classes that I taught with, it was called Light the Fucking Candle. You've got to light the fucking candle. <laughs> I can, we can talk about this all day, but you know, you, you got to do the magic. And, yeah. and when I talk about magic, I spell magic with a K. So that's M-A-D-I-C-K, which, um, the way I was, um, learned, trained was that that differentiates between sleight of hand magic, like theater and magic that right. you're actually doing, uh, you know, to create positivity in your life, good juju yeah. in your life. Yeah. You know, and one of the things that struck me the most, of course, I've watched a lot of your interviews um, in getting ready for this talk, and it 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 really struck me because we had a therapist on talking about coming out. He said, don't do it until you are in a completely safe space. And then I go to one of your interviews, and you literally did say, um, 
if you're practicing, make sure you're in a safe space, mm-hmm. you know, before you do it. And you actually use the words like coming out to other people, you know, with this, with what you're doing. <clears throat> and I thought, God, you know, the parallels here yeah. are striking. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. it's just striking. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah I, we, we like to use the phrase um, out of the broom closet. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Coming out of the broom closet. Not everybody is out of the broom closet, yeah. you know, and it's also not safe for everybody wow. to be out mm-hmm. of the broom closet. You know, it, that is something that is very personal. It's a very personal decision. Yeah. So when I write and I teach, I always like to acknowledge people like, you know, if you live with someone and you're trying to, cast a circle or do a spell and they're like a naysayer on your practice, then you probably shouldn't do it with them. Uh, Um, mm -hmm. You know, you can get in your car and go to a park and just be by yourself. And, um, you know, you can create sacred spaces just by putting magical things that have meaning to you in nothing but a shoebox, you know, and carry that around and nobody knows it. Um, You know, and then, and, and also, you know, with time and practice, as you uh, walk the path of the witch, you, you gain confidence and confidence is something that definitely comes with time, practice and effort. So, you know, you you have to go by degrees. And so I never, you know, want to pressure anybody to come out and be out of the broom closet and declare they're a witch, (laughs) (laughs) you know, you know, we still have uh, our, our ancestral memories and, you know, people can still in this day and age, they can be persecuted, lose their jobs. Um, you know, for all manner of things, especially people in your community um, and uh, or or people coming out and saying they're practicing with that, that might not be a good idea where you live. Right. So, yeah, I, I, I try to, you know, really be um, connected to what is best for that person. Yeah. Yeah. And, and on kind of like a similar note, do you get offended by the mainstream portrayals of witches, like in movies, in books, is it an offensive thing? I know they're misconceptions, clearly. Yeah. But I mean, is that like offensive? Um, sometimes. Okay. Yeah, sometimes it is. Uh, but at the same time, I know it's Hollywood. Yeah. Um, you know wh- who I, you know, some of the portrayals of what I find offensive a little bit is like I, I'm very connected to the divine Marie Laveau. Mm-hmm. And it's, you know, my job to bring her as a woman of color who was a powerful practitioner of the religion of voodoo and of hoodoo, which is African-American folk magic, um, you know, out of this snake charmer, exotic, mm. you know, you know, scary person. And and so that's just one of them. And another person that, you know, I'm really uh, have deep feelings for um, who calls to me across it the ethers of time is Tituba, who was part of the Salem witch trials. Wow. Uh, you know, there would be no Salem witch trials if it wasn't for Tituba, who was an enslaved woman of color, uh, you know, to get these things going. And really my charge as a writer and an author and a speaker is to bring it out of the dark and scary. Yeah. Uh, you know, we just got out of Halloween. <laughs> Everybody loves to dress up. But, you know, I'm a witch 365, right. you know, 24-7. <laughs> I just right. won't, like, put on a Halloween costume. And, you know, I, I don't I, – I, I do really try to, to stay in the light and, yeah. and show the light and the goodness about it because there's so much fear. And, yes. and we can get so bogged down in, um, you know, being afraid of what we don't know or understand. And so, yeah, witches have gotten a bad rap for, yes. for centuries. Yeah. So and and I and I try I try to show the good side of it and that it's a natural thing and it's been in everybody's okay closet. <laughs> yeah. I you know I do love I do love the romanticized portrayal of of what American Horror Story did with with their Coven uh, anthology series, and they made the witches uh, average everyday human beings just like we all should be and it just they gave them that sense of they're humanized they're not some uh hollywood-esque grotesque thing or someone who's you know just has this horrible uh uh they want to do dark magic or whatever the case may be and i was super excited to know that you know they had marie laveau as part of the the storyline um 
and I, I think that's why the series did so well because it just put a different spin on what witches could be or can be or are. Yeah. Um, well, that's kind of funny because I did I don't watch American Horror Story. Um, everybody has their own comfort level with horror and gore. And yeah, that's like right. That. So, <laughs> right. You know that that wasn't my show. Um, you know, but I have my own favorite. You know, I have my own favorite. I just rewatched The Exorcist. Um, for, yeah. <laughs> that's a whole other level <laughs> see, see that's what I'm talking about right everybody has their own level you know that's what I'm watching I'm watching The Exorcist but I'm not watching American Horror <laughs> or the you know or The Conjuring or The Skeleton Key you know that that you know now Poltergeist this house is clean you know right <laughs> right <laughs> You know that's where I can. That's where I tend to live. Those are those are those are my movies. And then also, which is crazy, you know, I grew up with Bewitched and Dark yeah. Shadows. Yeah. And yeah. I recently I recently rewatched um, Bewitched, and it was it was really cool to see. Like she was um, like really into civil rights in, in in her stories. Like there's one where she's like, "Don't protest against the witches, and they're going to have a march." You know, to 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 um, recognize the witches, and so yeah, those those that's where I come from. Yeah, so, it was a sign yeah. of the times too. You know, when it was produced, they were throwing those elements in, but they just they had that little tiny different nod to, you know, yeah. the the storyline. So yeah, it's it, very interesting. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So um, yeah, but you know, movies, books. Fiction, nonfiction, that's that's how we learn. That's yeah. how we move forward. Yeah. So those are all good things. Yeah. Yeah, and I and I will agree with you, especially with the book. It is so positive, it's so light filled, it's so simple in a powerful way, you know, that you can absolutely get behind and do it. And I think a lot of the misconceptions, even like what you had spoken about, that things are so dark and you know, like curses and negative. But there's a, there's this whole aspect, and correct me if I'm wrong, of healing, right? I mean, that's kind oh, of oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, that's that's what you know it is for me. Yeah. Um, I can tell you, I'm actually um, in production with my second book, awesome. and um, I'm very excited about that. So it's going to build on the foundation laid in Good Juju, and it's about working with the divine feminine. For help during during troubled times, awesome. Um, because there are just so many powerful icons um, that you can find through history, through time, uh, of witches and goddesses. Um, those are my terms that I like to use. Who you can turn to for help and aid, uh -huh. and that's what I'm trying to do. Is get you know when we say let's move away from the offensive Hollywood portrayals of things like. Not just, oh, let's all just cast this spell and we're going to curse this person. Right. I mean, it is great power. You know, I, I like it, too, like when you go, when people who are part of traditional religions and they, they seek help from the divine. Yeah. That's really what the craft is mm -hmm. about. It's, yeah. it's a living, breathing art that's been on for going on since, you know, we all came outside from wherever and looked up at the stars and you felt that connection with the divine. Mm -hmm. yeah. This is just the way it expresses through us as witches. Right. And so that, that, you know, that's my charge. It's definitely healing. And then if you're into plants and herbs or flowers or oils and, you know, I like to keep it fun too. I mean, who doesn't like lotions and oils yeah. and potions? <laughs> right. <laughs> oh yeah. You know, we're, <laughs> right. we're always like crafting something. Some people are really good with herbs and plants and they can make their own oils or, you know, I, uh, you know, I'm talking to you now and I've got candles going and incense burning. I love my candles and incense. Oh. And, and so there's all this stuff that's, you know, I like to say it's all out here. It's yeah. not like really hard. Like you have to go, you know, climb up the mountain and talk to the hermit and get your stuff. <laughs> 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 you should go to the dollar store. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's awesome. Yeah, that's <laughs> get awesome. Get your candle and light it, you know? Well, and in most cases, I mean, couldn't you really say that this was probably across every culture and 
before sure. organized religion. Sure. Right? I mean, well, you got to figure most. Oh, yeah. Th- there was organized religion. It was just, it was polytheism. Right. You know, right, it, right, right, right. It, that's what it was. You, you had all of the different cultures who had this pantheon of gods and goddesses that they were worshiping. And it's yeah. the same, same concept, just, you know. Yeah. Yeah. It's not one, it's not one, it's all many. Yeah, well, absolutely. I mean, and, um, you know, there are different names for the same thing. You know, there are billions of people on this planet, and so I like to say there are billions of ways to the divine. But depending upon, you know, where you grew up, you know, or what you're comfortable with, you know, there are people like to call themselves shamans Mm -hmm. or healers or practitioners. Not everyone wants to say which. You know, I love the word practitioner or, you know, seeker. Uh, You know, seeker Mm -hmm. is a wonderful word. Or you're going to, you know, your healer to help them and they're going to bless you with, you know, herbs and, and pray over you or, you know. So, yeah, at, at, in everybody's culture, in all of us, there's, there's that person yeah. or that, that, you know, that group of people who these are who people turn to and this is the practices that they use to help you, to help yeah. you get through your troubled times and also to celebrate um, the good thing is, like, we're just coming out of, like I said, Halloween, and for that, you know, everybody, you know, we have the secular celebration of it where it's all scary, but it really is about the time of the ancestors, yeah. remembering those who've gone before you, mm-hmm. um, you know, and to keep their memories alive. Yeah. And I talk about that in my book, how yeah. I remember those who have gone before me every day, because, you know, without them, I wouldn't be here. Right. So it's, it's, a, it's a way to, like, connect to the past. Stay in the stay in the present, but also you know put your goodness out there for the future. Yeah, and you know I think one of the reasons I was drawn to you also is you remind me so much of my great grandmother, and you and I have talked about this. But um, <laughs> yes. coming from a Celtic kind of witch tradition, but to be able to do that safely, kind of combined elements of Catholicism. Mm-hmm. But I and I and I told her. I remember my great grandmother saying constantly, stay out of the in-betweens, you know, stay out of the in-betweens. Mm, yes. and she would say, do, yes. do you not hear the echoes, mm. you know? And, and, you know, those things as a little, little kid stick with you, yeah. you know? And, and it's kind of right. funny because I still find myself taking a quicker step, like through a door. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I don't even know why, you know, but yeah. it sticks exactly. with you. Yeah. 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 Yeah, you know, you, uh, a lot of us just have this, you know, second sense about things. Uh-huh. You know, we, we, we sense things, and, and those things, and especially with your background, what a wonderful, you know, um, childhood to be with your, your grandmother, right? Is that what you say? It was your grandmother, yeah, right? Great grandmother, yeah, yeah, tell yeah. You these, your great grandmother, yes, who would tell you these things. So, um, yeah, I think that's, that's wonderful. And, you know, talking about before, like, it was kind of crazy saying, like, being an outsider. You know, I, I didn't have anyone in my family like me, so I yeah. learned through books and articles and teachers. And so I, you know, I want to say that, too, like not everyone is blessed to have that great yeah. grandmother to yeah. sit upon and, and actually teach you something and pass it down. Because I know there's a lot of stuff that people get put on themselves now, like, oh, you know, you didn't learn that. Well, what what's wrong with that? You can go to a university. They're, they're not related to you and right. learn. Right. Why can't you learn? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Does that make my degree not valid? <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I didn't get it from my great-grandmother. <laughs> 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 you know, so there's lots of good teachers and, and books and articles where you can learn those things. Um so it's great, and they and they do stick with you. Yeah. They really do. Oh, absolutely. You know, and you think they always say that that children are more susceptible to, you know, the in betweens, so to speak. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. to, to the spirits and to and to earth and just the whispers. And I think as adults, we start getting bogged down with life and and our you know we can't turn our brain off, and there's all this static in our brain. You know, so that's why I think. Taking that break and going off and taking that nice long walk and yeah. uh, you know in the park or just some time to yourself with the earth, the stars, or at night or whatever. You, when you clear your head, you feel that energy. You, you do. feel that connectivity. You, do. you know, and I, I just love I love Halloween from the simple fact of just the the old traditional sense of Samhain from you know the Irish way of doing it, and then of course mm-hmm. you know Dia de las Muertes and yeah. having. It the true form of why we have these these days um, across culturally, 
And I just, I love that feeling and just, I don't know. I get, I get really like, yeah. wee. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, and it, it, like I said, the simplest way to begin is just to really begin connecting yourself with nature. And like, I take my dog out to the park. Um, I have a wonderful dog. Um, um, and I like to take her out for walks. Of course I would have a big black dog. Of course I would. Right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, I take my dog out for a walk. But when I go out and like, I like to encourage people and I know it's really hard. It's like, take your headphones off, yeah. you know, just be in present in the moment. And you can even just say, you know, I'm going to go out for a magical walk. Uh, and yeah. just by setting that intention in your mind and not having your headphones on, maybe you just go for a walk in the park or you walk around the block and who knows what you will come across. Um, yeah. Recently in our park here, I was so happy to see um, in my local park that someone had set up a tree altar wow. and built like a little out altar with sticks and stones oh. and pine cones. And the park service left it there. Oh, it was great. Yeah, It's still there. So it's been up in the, in the park for weeks now. I don't know who put that up there. Wow. You know, I've walked by there and left little things. But that's what I mean. We are everywhere. And yeah. if you... You know, take the time to like take your headphones off and go for a walk. You never know what you might find, what yeah. might come might, might come your way. Yeah, yeah. And I will say, I did start doing. I did take my water out in the morning. Um, like, oh, you did. And the problem is, I didn't. I had no idea which way was east, west, north, or south. <laughs> <laughs> that is the gospel truth. <laughs> So I even had to say, okay, I hope this is east. <laughs> but I dove right in. That's what I will say. I dove right the in. The intention was there. Congratulations. Yes, that's, yes. That's wonderful. Um, so, you know, and I will share with you, just when I was there in Cleveland, you know, I like to keep it real. I had to get up and do my, my morning ritual. And so what I do, I get my phone out and I turn the compass on and go, See? okay, which way is east? <laughs> now I feel better. And my phone my phone will tell me, oh, okay, this is east. I'm like, oh, all right, okay. And yeah. then, you know, I, and then I'm oriented. Yes. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You got to use, you got to use what, you know, with you. Use you your know? resources. And use your resources. Exactly. Well, and I will say this for all of you people listening out there, if this is something that interests you, if you feel drawn to this, um, especially in the jaw, I mean, if you yeah. feel, because I felt it, you know, and mm -hmm. I, I think it's just this amazing energy that comes off besides the fact she's stunning, the smile that lights up oh, the yeah. room. Absolutely. Right. <laughs> but if you are feeling this type of way, I highly recommend Good Juju. Yes. Because it's something you can really dive into and hold on to and mm -hmm. you're not overwhelmed um, and see if it's for you. You know, I mean. That's that's kind of the other reason we wanted to have her on too, yeah. you know, and exposure to everybody. There are alternatives, mm -hmm. you know. If you're not feeling welcomed or you're not connecting with your spirituality, look at look at other alternatives, right? You know, right. and and we are so honored to have had you on with us this evening. Thank you so much. Oh yes, and I am really thankful to be here with you guys as well. I, this is. You know, a wonderful thing to be able to talk to you and, and, and be on your show and, and, and to talk about witchcraft and, and the occult and um, practices that you can use on just a daily basis and how yes. to start simple yes. and, and build from there. Yes. And, you know, hopefully when your next book comes out, we'd be able to have you back on and talk about Ooh, that. I would love that. <laughs> well, that's, I, I'm very excited about it, you know, um, the world of publishing is long, yeah, so, yes. you know, I'm really happy that, you know, it's in production, so I know it's coming. Yes. Um, right now, I'm still waiting for a cover and all that kind of stuff, so it's still super early, yeah. but I did get the green light um, that awesome. it is going to be published, so I am excited about that. And then I'm also very excited. Um, I have an article coming out in the Library of Esoterica Witchcraft, Volume 3, published by Tosh and Books. And that's going to be coming. We're all waiting for that book to arrive in North America. And I'm very excited to be included in that book as well. Awesome. Yeah. yeah that is really amazing. Great. I love it. And for everybody that wants to find you on social media, how can they do that? Oh, I am everywhere. You can find me, um, the Jaw Lightfoot on Instagram, 
on Twitter and on Facebook, and I'm I'm pretty much on there every day. Yeah. So just and YouTube. <laughs> and YouTube. That's right. Yes. <laughs> I have my own YouTube channel, so I've been recording videos throughout the year of the spells that I wrote um, for Llewellyn's 2021 Spell a Day Almanac. I've been making videos uh, to show people what the insight was I did behind that spell. And even though that idea, um, like recording those spells, wasn't, wasn't mine, someone else had done it, I thought, hey, it would be fun for people to see, like, what was I thinking when I wrote that spell? And yeah. talk about magic. Those spells were written in 2019. And so to keep it real, I don't look ahead. I know that my spell would be coming up, but I have no idea what I wrote. <laughs> <laughs> and so that's pretty magical too. Cause when I turn the page, I'm like, Oh, okay. Well, I guess we're going to do this spell today. Let's see how that goes. That's awesome. And you can also uh, go to your website, craftandconjure.com yes. and find yes. out some more about, about you, yourself as well. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. You will not be disappointed, people. That's right. So connect, reach out. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you so, so much again. And we look forward to talking to you again soon. Thank you for the good juju. Uh, yes. Thank you. I wish you and, and your family and all your loved ones and all your listeners many blessings and always get you good juju. And thank you so much for having me on. It's been a pleasure. All oh, our pleasure. Absolutely. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful evening. You do, too. Thank you. Bye. Bye-bye. Okay. Bye-bye. How amazing oh. is Nijal Lightfoot? I have got the good juju. Yes. I've got it. I've got it yeah. going. And now, now I can't wait to go pick up my, my Llewellyn's uh, Almanac. Right? I'm super excited for that. So it's been a while. It's actually it's been a while since I've had all that in my, in, in my purview. So I need to get back into it. Well, maybe this was the reason, too, yeah. you know, to kind of reconnect you. Absolutely. You know, I'm always going 10,000 million miles an, yeah. an hour, and I, it'd be nice to be able to say I need to do more of those walks and more yes. of those personal times to myself. Yeah. You know, I would love that. I know I know, Daddy would like to get away every once in a while from oh, <laughs> all of it. Me. Are you asking Daddy on a walk in the woods? I am. All right. Would you like to go on a walk Metro Parks together? are close. There we go. That's perfect. <laughs> what time do you want to do it? Between 7 and a half you. and 8 and a half? <laughs> Between 7.30 and 8.30? <laughs> or from 6 to midnight? Yeah. Oh! <laughs> See, it's like the old fish story. It keeps go. getting right, bigger and right, bigger. Right. 10 right. by 6, you remember that one? Yeah. <laughs> oh, In any event, <laughs> the, our wonderful guest brings this light and love know, and amazing well, energy. Know. And the two of you take it right down the gutter. Hey, I'm not the one who went there. I wanted to go for a walk. <laughs> <laughs> well, at least Veranda and I wouldn't get lost in the woods because we can we know our directions. Know your directions. <laughs> <laughs> it is the gospel truth, too. You know, you, you read the book. The very first spell is how to greet your morning, right? Yeah. So you yeah. take a bowl of water outside and you thank the east, you thank the west, mm -hmm. you know, that kind of thing. Thank the corners, yeah. Right. Yeah, and I was basically spinning, spilling water, <laughs> trying to figure out which way Just was Just making what? sure it goes everywhere as you spin. <laughs> yes. Like, all right, I've covered everything. We yes. got it, we got it all. We got yes. all the directionals yes. going here. But yeah. it, what, but it yeah. is one of those things where you you mindfully start your day. How amazing yeah. is that, yeah. right? Right, right. That's, yeah. that's very healthy. Yeah. I, I've got to get off the habit. There's so many habits that I think we've all you know, got accustomed to, especially now that we have our technology in our hands. And, yes, you yes. know, I, I've learned the, the phone goes off at night. You yeah. know, I don't pick it up when I wake up in the morning. I allow myself to wake up. I allow myself to yes. gather myself. I allow myself to, you know, do those things and not look at that, not look at the technology, not turn the television on and yeah. just kind of commune. Is that why you don't return texts? Nope. <laughs> yeah, no, no, don't. I just don't. No. If you're texting me that early in the morning, well, yeah. <laughs> then I need you desperately. That's right, right. And you're that, then it knows your a problem, day. right? Yes. If you're texting me at seven in the morning, there's a problem. There is a big problem because I've already been outside. And I'm not bailing you out of jail. So <laughs> right, <or> jail. <laughs> right, right, right. But honestly, I could not. Don't call me asking for directions <laughs> either. <laughs> Why didn't I think of that? <laughs> oh my! That's God. an episode in itself. I would have been like Thomas. <laughs> 
<laughs> Thomas, where is the sun? <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's east. <laughs> it was it was before the time change, so it was still oh, dark. Excuses, okay. excuses. Not that I would have known either. <laughs> Honestly. <laughs> oh Lord. That's why you need to keep reading good juju. It is why. Right. It is why. Oh yeah. How I feel very honored to have had her with us yeah. tonight. Oh, that was wonderful. I hope you all got the same thing we mm-hmm. got out of it. Mm-hmm. And besides that, guys, it's that time. Oh, my. Yes, it's time to say goodnight, Miranda. Goodnight, Miranda. It's time to say goodnight, Daddy, seven and a half, eight and a half. <laughs> goodnight, Daddy. <laughs> you can say it all. Seven and a half, eight and a half. Okay. <laughs> and this is Thomas. Remember, if you got nobody else, you've always got, got us. us. Tit for tat. Oh, tit for tat for every tit. There's a tad, tit tit tat tat tit tit tat, tit for tat. Thomas and Miranda, a dude and a queen, talking about the gossip out on the scene, and you can count on them to give you the dish. And if we don't like you, you're a son of a bitch. Oh my! Tit for tat, oh tit for tat, for every tit, there's a tat.